0: The human podcast features weekly service audio from the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia.
1: Please visit us at human.org. Thank you, Alex. Good morning and welcome. Welcome and good morning. I'm Amanda Brawley, and I am honored to serve as worship associate today for our beloved congregation. On behalf of all our members and friends, I welcome you to the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation, which we like to call human We are a proud, liberal faith community and a member congregation of the Unitarian Universalist Association. Our mission is as follows, nurture our spirit, strive for justice, and transform the world. And our vision is, human is a vital and visible community for all, bravely working towards the day when social, economic, and environmental justice are a reality. Whoever you are and wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are welcome here. Just a few announcements. As the Atlanta metro area, uh, COVID numbers are surging. um, And okay, sorry. We are at, I, I believe this county is at yellow or medium risk. We do request that people wear masks indoors and practice social distancing. No hugging or kissing, please. We are happy to say that humans community is highly vaccinated and boosted, and thank you for continuing to do your part to keep us all safe. When I read that Lexi will become our Director of Religious Exploration, effective July 1st, I was very happy. First, thank you to our search committee, Elizabeth Rohan, Kathy Lounston, and Mike Chambers. Lexi was brought up here at Uman, participated in the Religious Exploration Program, Coming of Age, and OWL, which is called short for Our Whole Lives. Since returning as a member, she has engaged the young adults, facilitated OWL for our ninth and 10th graders, served as a greeter, and been part of the Brew Crew. So please join me in welcoming her to Human staff. I'm very excited about that. Although I, she, I guess she's not here today, but that's okay. Oh, she's at General Assembly, wonderful, yes, excellent. That's a good place for her to be. So our fiscal year end for 21-22 is June 30th, this month, end of this month. So this is a reminder that any pledge commitments that have to be satisfied, please have your donation to human by June 30th. This can be mailed in or paid through GiveLify. And now for our call to worship. Make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, let me sow hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O divine universe, grant that I may not seek so much To be consoled as to console. To be understood as to understand. To be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Shelley, will you please light our chalice? By Melanie Davis, A Spark of Hope. If ever there were a time for a candle in the darkness, this would be it. Using a spark of hope, kindle the flame of love, ignite the light of peace, and feed the flame of justice.
0: During the height of the Black Lives Matter movement, many of us were moved to take action. Members of Human joined remembrance efforts, tracking and honoring places in which black people were lynched by white people. We had a large contingent at the rally at City Hall and stood by the side of the Crabapple Road with our Black Lives Matter banner. We made donations and posted on social media. Some of us also got busy learning our history. We read books like White Rage that opened our eyes to aspects of American history about which we had been ignorant. We met in discussion groups to talk about the importance and the impact of not knowing our real history and how erasing that history is a major part of maintaining systems of oppression. What we may not have discussed enough is the fact that history is right now. What we do today will be history later. When we were reading about the Tulsa massacre, there was a part of us that wished we could have been there to try to stop it. That teaches us that we need to learn about history in the present, in order to change it. We are very fortunate that Mrs. Gail Bohannon, president of Groveway, has so kindly offered to teach us something about Roswell, past and present. We are being offered an opportunity to take action by supporting the Groveway community and the Groveway community group. We can change the future by being involved in the present something we all are anxious to do in our own ways. Thank you for being here, President Bohannon. We appreciate you.
2: Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Shelly. I met Shelly back in February at one of Broadway's telling Our Stories, and she contacted me. And she said, I want to be a part. So she became a part. She just didn't know how actively she was going to be a part. (laughs) Because anybody that knows me, if you want to get involved, I'm definitely going to try to help you be involved. So I got a little bit frightened a few minutes ago because when I looked at the program, it said sermon. And so in the Baptist church, that's a different meaning. So I'm like, sermon? Okay, that's not happening. So I think what I'm here today to uh, tell you all a little bit about Grow Way Community Group and Grow Way, the community, and Grow Way, the organization kind of entwine with one another. Um, I will say I'm a Roswellian, first of all, born in Roswell, in the same house, went to Roswell High, all that kind of good stuff, but my parents traveled from... Noonan, Georgia, all the way to Roswell, and I never understood why. All those other cities that they came through, but later on, um, I was told that my dad tricked my mom into saying, we're just going to come for a few days. But he had already found work because he had been up here with his brother-in-law, and they paid more in Roswell. So Groveway, the community back then, was encompassed with... Uh, what we would say the black area, which is no longer just prominently black. It was Bush Street, Groveway, Oxbow, which is now Grimes Bridge, Zion Circle, and Webb Street, which we affectionately call the alley. So if you've been riding around looking at those areas, and even some of you might even live in those areas, they don't look like that now. Because the majority of the houses have been torn down in that area and uh, the city of Roswell came through and now my house was on a flat street. Now I sit basically the only house on the hill on Bush Street. Uh, but Groveway starting out was a very unique organization because in the community they love, truly love one another as brothers and sisters. They didn't care who, what, they loved and took care of one another because It was built because a lot of people were moving in from different areas and they wanted to be able to help one another, connect with one another, get out resources. So if somebody died and they didn't have enough money to bury them, Groveway was the place to go to for the black community to help bury them. So that kind of leads me to the cemetery uh, that's in Roswell behind the towel place Big Lots, kind of the unforbidden path that you probably wouldn't even notice is the Pleasant Hill Historical Cemetery. So that's where the majority of the blacks were buried at that time. And I'm not sure if there's any spots left at this time. But Groveway took care of that cemetery for years. That was a burial society that was established. And after the burial society was, I'll say, basically everybody died all out of the burial society. So Groveway stepped in because there was a need. So we raised money to put the fence around the cemetery. We raised money to put uh, blocks so you could identify where there was somebody buried, the markers. We did the lawn care, but you have to know that Groveway was only about 10 to 15 members at the time. But I say we are an awesome organization with few members, but we do big jobs. We come, when you call, we take action. So Growway has been a was established around 1943, yes. And we're celebrating probably 79, 78 years, 70, yeah, 79, 80 years and I have served as president for 30 years. There's only been three presidents. The last president was Alex Knuckles Jr. He served for 40 years. I keep telling myself I'm trying not to make 40, but nobody wants to step up to the plate. So, as the old saying goes, where God leads me, I will follow, so that's what I've been doing. We also do a lot of other things. We give scholarships to our, um, anybody that applies for a scholarship in October at our annual anniversary and scholarship banquet, we give it, they have to write an essay. So believe it or not, the hardest thing to do is to get the kids to write an essay. And I'm like, it's free money. Get your kid to write an essay. Because back in the day when it first started off, we were only able to give like $50. And we just gave it to those kids that were in the community. But now they have to have served community service along with uh, writing an essay. So now uh, we've been able to give out our largest scholarship has been $2,000 at the present. And we generally give out uh, two or three scholarships a year, uh, if they apply, because we're just not going to give it to them for the sake of, because everybody kind of wants you just give it. But we feel like, at some point in time, you have to earn it. And uh, so then we started off with our senior brunch some years back. Our senior brunch was more of an information vehicle, because I worked at Roswell Nursing Home for eighteen years so some of you may or may not have seen me there uh... as the receptionist and so sitting there i considered myself the information place the the counselor and all this kind of stuff and i loved um, uh... consoling those people that have lost their loved ones and last night i uh, was talking to melvin and i said i have forgotten that i even did hospice because that brought me such joy when I could help somebody with their loved one transitioning. Because that has to be special because that's a hard thing because I went through it with both my parents living in the house with me and people didn't understand how I made it through because I had been in that house and with my mom and my dad all these years. I say, but it was just such joy helping them transition to the next life. So with that being said, we started the brunch. So, because a lot of our young adults don't know how to take care of us as we mature. They don't know about nursing homes. They don't know about uh, home health. They don't know how to get Medicaid, Medicare, even getting a will written so you won't be really fighting and fussing when everything ends about who gets what. So, we started our brunch for information purposes. So, uh, we do that once a year. Then we do our annual Black History Program, which um, the city of Roswell piggybacked offer of it. Uh, with the help of Mayor Wood at the time because we had already been doing a Black History program but they saw fit for the Roswell to come together and do a city riot program and it has really, really taken off. I served on that committee from the beginning and this year I resigned after 22 years of being on that committee. I think um, it's in pretty good hands now. It's running smoothly. People are getting involved and stories are getting told. So with our program being at the Cultural Arts Center, I thought, wow, we need to tell our story. So we started a program called Telling Our Story where we invite uh, local people that have been around Roswell Blacks that have been around Roswell for a long time, or know some history in Roswell, to come and tell their story of what it was like being in Roswell. So that has really taken off too, and I think we've been doing that maybe four or five years now. So that has really taken off. So then um, God gave me another thing that woke up one morning. People feed people all the time. You can generally get something to eat, but what about the clothes on your back? because a lot of people can't even go to the store to get clothes, especially when there's four and five children in the family and stuff. So we started a clothes giveaway. So my members have told me if we do one anytime soon, they're going to hurt me, because most of the time we don't have enough volunteers, because most of our, my members are 50 and up, i put it that way. So our backs are not as strong as they used to. And my prayer is in the future that we find a place that we can leave the clothes there so people can come weekly and get clothes and stuff. As a matter of fact, I got a call yesterday morning. Um, A young lady called and wanted to know if we was having the clothes giveaway. She said today, and uh, I said, are you in need of something? She said, well, I heard about it and I really want to come. I said, give me your number. And when we have our next one, I'll make sure I'll call you. But it's been bothering me. I'm going to call her back to see what she really needs. Because if there's something specific she needs, we'll have to go through the boxes in the stores to find out what she needs. Because you never know when somebody needs something. You know, everybody might look good on the outside, but they are really hurting in the heart. And with the clothes closet, I found out it's a way to interact with people and find out more about them and what they need. Because even when we are there, uh, I learn more about people. We even have people that say, well, can somebody pray with us? Because you just never know. And we just don't only give away clothes. We give away household items, personal items, you know, like uh, the last time we had soap, deodorant, and we even had some wigs, and they were gone. <laughs> so you just never know what a person is in need of. And they didn't go out with small bags because, you know, uh, back Thanksgiving when you have shop till you drop, that's what Grove Ways. Boutique is all about shop till you can't drag a bag out. I put it that way because sometimes we even have to get the men to help take uh, some of the bags out. Then we do a community day in the park which is coming up is August the 27th at Groveway Community Park. Uh, There was a city vote and they named the park after Groveway. Um... So we do there, it's more a family-oriented type uh, program where we have vendors. If you have something that you would like to sell or information that you would like to get out to community, just contact me or Shelly, uh, and uh, we'll make sure you can have a table at the park. And we gear it toward the kids. Last year we had it, and we had it in July. Everybody in Roswell was giving away backpacks. So we don't do backpacks anymore. We do gift cards. So we decided to do it in August so we can give gift cards and whatever the child didn't get, hopefully a gift card will help them buy the rest of the stuff they need because they're in school now. And with prices going up on everything, oh yeah, they are going to need it. And even the parents uh, is going to need some things too. So with growway's history our motto is if we can help somebody and i truly truly know that we are an organization that ha- has helped so many black white whatever they have, that we have helped so i know that as we continue on this journey it might look like we're making small steps but Sometimes the smaller steps are better steps because then you can kind of measure your steps. If you get too large, I think you kind of lose your flavor as to what you are supposed to be about. And we are supposed to be about loving one another as we are helping one another. So I just truly believe that that day is going to come, that we're going to all get together. We're going to put down a lot of our whatever we have and come together and help one another more often. I go back to when I went to Roswell High, um, if you all don't know, the apartments on Grove Way, there was two sections that were black, and then you went on up, and the, uh, the other section was white, all white. And But we played with the kids, uh, that were in those apartments and then when I was one of the first eight that went to Roswell High, you know that was a pretty I say sad day, happy day because nobody knew what was going to happen because we had actually seen when I was growing up Ku Klux Klans come in front of my house uh, and I was always horrified that My parents had to get up or the neighbors had to get up and go to work for these same people. So how can you hate me? And then I have to come in here and work for you. That was one of the things that stuck in my mind for years. Then when we have dances at the community center because there was a community center uh, because there was no place for blacks to have their meetings and come together and talk together because we had our dances all our entertainment, it was our recreation center before Parks and Rec allowed us to come there. So there was a cross that was burned across the street and I just happened to be at a dance and of course everybody was trying to get home safe hoping and praying that nothing happened. Well, it didn't happen but it scared us enough that we had to shut down the dancer early because on Friday night and Saturday night we had a live band, and back then, live band all the way in Roswell? Oh, my goodness. So we had to shut it down like at 9 instead of 11, so that was not one of the better things to do when you got that song that you wanted to hear or dance to. But during that time, we came together um, and made it work. Uh, when I went to Roswell High, I have to say, my mom, I knew some of the kids at Roswell High because I played with them. And you know, we didn't have, I didn't have any racial problems per se, but I just know that a lot of the kids did not want me in their group when you were split off in groups. And I tell people I used to hate it when the teacher had to put me in a group because I didn't look like the rest of the class. And so that hurt, that stuck. So, fast forwarding to me working at Roswell Bank um, I was one of the first blacks that worked at Roswell Bank and uh, during that time they moved me from Magnolia Bank the one that was there to the one on Holcomb Bridge and I couldn't understand why I was moved so swiftly but it was the third of the month and the banks did not want they had gotten, I guess, from other people that they didn't want me being a teller on that third when they had the Social Security checks. So that next morning when it was the third, I went to work. Nobody got in my line. And I'm like, wow. And the teller kept saying, well, she's hoping she No, unless you wasn't from Roswell, you got in my line. And then that was this minister, and some of you may know, I just called him. My pastor, that pastor St. David's uh, Presbyterian Church, he would bring the church's money every Monday, and he said, "Now you counting all their money. So what they're gonna say about this?" So after that, everybody started coming to my window. But I just know that. A lot of you don't know about Groveway, haven't heard about Groveway, but we are one of Roswell's best kept secrets. And we are known to be Roswell's oldest civic organization and all I can say, if you would like to join, we would love to have you, and I'm not going to give a sermon, and I know uh, Shelly had told me you all ended at 4 in 45 minutes, and I'm not going to be a Baptist minister today, because <laughs> they say if you be quick, you can come back, so I'm going to be quick, so hopefully I have be able to come back at another time but I don't know if you all have questions and answers period so if anybody have any questions I guess you would like to ask me or anything you can ask me now or after we're dismissed and thank you again for inviting me
1: Shelly, if you will please extinguish the flame before you give our benediction. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we meet again.
0: So I'll be at a table outside with more information about Groveway Community Group, um, as I'm sure that uh, President Mohanan is happy to answer your questions after. Let us take what we have learned here and go forward. Once we learn our history, we can change the future. The service has ended. Go in peace.
2: Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia, thanks you for listening to the Human Podcast. Background music, courtesy of Tim Moore from Pixabay.